Hello, I'm Sean Finnegan, and you are listening to Restitutio, a podcast to get you thinking about biblical and historical Christianity, to inspire you to follow Christ, and to convict you to lead a consecrated life. Here now is the story of Jeremy Bowders, who attended the 2017 Theological Conference, and after working as an upholsterer in a casket factory, participating in making over 200 caskets a day, he had this light bulb moment when he said, well, I guess one day I'm going to be in one of these boxes. I wonder what happens. And that sparked his journey that eventually led to him becoming a Christian and then discovering incredible truths about God and Jesus. So here now is Podcast 91, Jeremy Bowders. Of Pennsylvania. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jeremy Bowders, and uh, I'm from York, Pennsylvania. Came down here with my friend Danny Tanner, and uh, this is uh, our first time here at the conference. Myself, fairly new to the Unitarian faith, probably been uh, accepting of this for probably a year and a half, two years, somewhere around those lines. I've been kind of wrestling through this. But I, I would consider you know, that I've come to an acceptance of this. So I'll begin at the beginning, as they say. I did not grow up in the church like I hear a lot of people say. I don't have fond memories of hymns and church traditions and, and those types of things. My parents were Christian. Uh, they are very active in their church today. They live in Mississippi, Southern Baptist. But uh, you know, I went to church a, a handful of times growing up as a child. I do as far as I can tell, I always have had a, a belief that God existed. I always had that um, in sort of the nominal understanding of the Christian faith as far as a civic religion in America. So, you know, I had a very good upbringing as a, in uh, my family, loving. Uh, I uh, left home and joined the military, actually, and uh, wasn't a Christian at the time, and fortunately didn't have to participate in any active wars at the time. I was at the middle and the end of the 90s. Left there, met my uh, wife today in about two, 2000, 2001 in that time frame. We got married in 2002. I was a pretty average, law-abiding, hard-working citizen that believed in God, had a moral constitution about me. Uh, in 2004, end of 2003, in that time frame, I had uh, what I would call my cons- conversion experience. It was a series of uh, events that kind of happened in my life. I was working in a casket factory at the time for uh, roughly four years. I upholstered the inside of caskets. Uh, 233 of them went past me every day and uh, got pretty good at that. I enjoyed it. It was good hard work and I liked that. Uh, Worked a lot of long hours. But one day, um, I started to reflect on the fact that I would be in one one day. And uh, I started to think about that and I said to myself, from this moment until that time, what's it all matter? Is it just about working to earn a paycheck to pay my rent and, and on and on and, and then I'll die? So I said there has to be something bigger than that and uh, I said because if, if, if that's it then I should just leave the job and just do what I want. Just don't get caught by the authorities, I'll be dead and then it'll be over. But I always kept coming back to the God idea. I would probably be in trouble by God. So I couldn't get rid of that idea. And so I was contemplating these things. And at the same time, a friend at the same job asked me at lunch one day, 
if I believed in God, and I said, sure, I do. And, and then he asked me a second question. He wasn't trying to be funny. He wasn't trying to evangelize me. He was actually on his own spiritual journey at the time. He said, well, who do you think God is? And that struck me. That was the most powerful question anyone's ever asked me because I didn't know how to answer it. So I answered in the negative. I said, uh, well, I know God isn't an old man with a beard sitting on a cloud. I know God's not that, but that was all I knew. So I, uh, at the same time, uh, the movie Passion of the Christ by Mel Gibson came out. And I said, here we go, another Jesus freak movie, which is kind of weird for me to say as if they're oppressing me. But um, I ended up a week or two later in this movie. I still don't know how I got there, but I was there. After I watched that movie, that, that again struck me. That really affected me uh, like it did uh, many people. So I began to um, become very interested in the, the person of Jesus. And I called my mom about this. I talked to my aunt that I was at the movie with. And they said, you should read the Bible. And um, that will give you a better understanding of the story. So I had a Bible that my grandfather had given me for high school graduation. I found it. And I cracked the spine on that thing for the first time. And I started in Matthew, uh, as I was instructed to. and. I started to read, and uh, I was captivated immediately. Uh, it's funny, because I entered into reading the Bible basically with no theological presuppositions other than God existed, and probably a vague notion that Jesus was God. But I started to read the Bible, and as I started to get towards the end of Matthew, it's funny looking back on this, uh, I said, oh my goodness, he's going to the cross already, because I knew that's the end of the story, but, but what are all the rest of these pages? I mean, what's, what else were they going to talk about? So I finished that, and I was like, wow. It's, so I flipped to, to the next book, uh, Mark, and I started to read, and I said, he's telling the same story. What, I didn't understand what the Bible was about. So I, I, I finished the New Testament in about a week. I, I read it pretty much nonstop. And at the end of that, I, I didn't know what else to do other than I got on my knees in my living room. I said uh, that I was sorry. I felt like God was, uh, was not mad at me or I didn't have any condemnation feelings or anything like that. But I re recognized that I wasn't, I didn't always do what would be pleasing to God. And I wanted to change all that. I, I, I didn't fully understand God yet, but I, I liked what I read and I, I wanted to be a part of that. And so uh, I, I said to God, please help me understand this and, and tell me what to do next. And that was it. That was it. And I, I stood up and I, I was changed from then on out. I made some uh, decisions along the way. I ended up in a church not long after that. That's where I met Danny. He was the worship pastor there. As I was going through the church, I immediately was drawn to everything Christian. I started reading. This awakened a hunger in me that I'd never had before. I began reading all kinds of things. I basically thought that all Christians just believed the same thing and quickly found that that's not true. I didn't understand Calvinism. I didn't understand that. I was new to all of this. And so what I did, I really enjoyed Sean's presentation the other night because my starting point was the Bible. And so when I would come to these things, I would read them and I'd say, but that, I didn't see that. I don't understand that from the scriptures. So I would turn from that and, and continue to go another way. As I was in this church, um, after some time, I, I was um, told by leadership that, that they heard that God had a call on my life and I was asked to, be a, to, to start preaching. This ended up in a lot of hurt in my family and stuff. I, I, 
I don't want to get into all that, but it did teach me a lot of things because as I was putting sermons together and participating in the preaching ministry there with the lead pastor, um, we had an IM series one, um, one month, and I was to start the series with John 8.58 with IM, uh, and each one would be IM whatever Jesus said, and the first one to lead it off would be the most important, I am God. So I said, this would be easy. John 8.58 would be the main text, and then I would find all the ones where Jesus says he was God and, and the supporting verses in Paul and things. Well, that was hard. And uh, yeah, so I don't know, I can't remember how I put that together, but I made it work. And I found out that Jesus doesn't say that. Um, But, you know, I never heard the Unitarian position. uh, Somebody mentioned about the commentaries, find me one that offers those arguments. And I I really, I can agree with that. I, I, I didn't see, I didn't know that was an option. So my time at the church ended in some hurt and, um, uh, you know, we were kind of ushered out of there, not for any Unitarian reasons. But uh, along the way, my views had changed on many different things. And I was looking um, at nonviolence and pacifism. I kind of took that position. Um, I was looking at things like conditional immortality. I came to understand that we don't go to heaven when we die, these types of things. The kingdom message, I started to try to understand the kingdom. All these different types of things, I started to look into determinism, Molinism, open theism. So one day after I was out of this church, um, I, was, uh, I found um, an article by Dr. William Lane Craig refuting um, open theism as he's a Molinist, and it mentioned Dale Tuggy. And I, I was interested in open theism. I, I'm pretty persuaded that way. And so I Googled Dale Tuggy, and I found the Trinity's podcast. And I found his lecture, and I listened to that, and I, I enjoyed that. I don't remember it too well, but I said, Trinities, that's, uh, this must be about the Trinity, this podcast. And he's a philosopher. I, I'm kind of drawn to philosophers and those types of things. So I said, wow, that's cool, because I don't really understand it, so he'll explain it. And the first, I, I saw a lecture, a debate on there, a Unitarian, a Trinitarian, and a, a Muslim. And I started there because I like listening to debates. I want to hear the arguments and then make a decision. And I came away from that debate and I agreed with the Unitarian. And I couldn't believe that. Um, but it was very persuasive. And I was hearing things that I said, yes, that makes sense. It was like finding the decoder ring in the cereal box. And someone mentioned uh, the Christmas story. You remember the kid was in the, and instead of the message saying, drink more Ovaltine, it said that there is one God, the Father, and and one uh, Lord, the man, Messiah Jesus. That's the code that I found that made, unlocked the scriptures completely for me and really started to make sense. So I started to um, listen to the Trinity's podcast. I just ate that stuff up and uh, keep going with that. That, that is brilliant. Um, and from that, that was my link into uh, Restitutio, um, Anthony Buzzard. I started reading all these books. I didn't know this was out there. And so that's when I just started to um, look into this and um, just pretty much embraced it from the start and welcomed it. Um, it like I said, it, it was the... The, the code that unlocked the rest of the Bible for me. Just to say, you know, thank you to you guys that I mentioned and, and the other, others in here that I've heard on some of these podcasts, uh, Keegan Chandler as well. But 
also that you guys represent um, this position very well and respectably. Yes, you, you, the face of the Unitarian through you guys, the Unitarian faith is, is very well presented. So you should be commended for that. But yeah, so that's where I was. So now here I am uh, with Danny. We came to this uh, conference and I gotta tell you, I'm in a place right now where I'm not in a, a church family. Uh, we're kind of, we've been hurt and we're kind of trying to find our way now, my wife and I. This has been like a breath of fresh air. I really feel like I, I've come home. Um, there's a deep connection here. I'll sit around the tables and I'll hear someone, you know, talk about not going to heaven when you die. I'm like, shit. Oh, we can talk about these things here. Because I've been keeping this stuff suppressed for a while uh, around everything else. So I'm very appreciative to be here. We're trying to make plans already to come back next year. And um, I thank you, everyone who's been uh, participating in the books and the writings and everything. We're eating it up. You're doing it well. Um, thank you. And uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This is really an encouraging story. Please share this on social media if you think it will help others. And if you'd like to make a comment, come on to restitutio.org. Thanks, and remember, the truth has nothing to fear.